Hey kids, this is episode 5-0. That's some crazy shit. Episode 50! On today's episode, we have again our special guest, Diana. What? Yeah. I'm here. In the house, and we also have, drum roll, Brother Ben. Brother How's it going, ben? everybody? Oh my God, it's oh Brother God. Ben. Wait, Wait a brother second, ben. his voice sounds higher. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ruin it, okay? Oh, yeah, all right. Anyway, you guys do not want to miss this. We are going to talk about... Boundaries, something that Mormons suck at. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right it's back. true, right? <laughs> prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her fucking life. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter if I'm drinking that or not. I when I record. sums up how the figuring out your life is going. <laughs> yeah. Leave it in, Dan. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, that's Mary and I'm Shelly. So. Oh, right. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I was just looking at the levels here. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all some yelly. technical shit. Did everybody uh, silence their devices, by the way? Let's take a minute yes. to silence. My device is always silent. I was going to say, I'm on team, never have my sound on. Oh, that's good. Mine's I know. Yeah. She's all clickety-click over here with We're the typing. We're on our fucking phones well, you all the time. Your, like, you don't need you to have your feedback have the sound on your typing? Yeah, I don't yeah, know how to change that. Oh, oh, really? Geez. No, I don't. Jesus <laughs> Christ. She loves it. It's like, oh, I love the little typing sound. Well, it is kind of fun. Um, <laughs> and I, and I'm used to hearing that. I forget it. And she's I trying love to, like, to be the millennial that's like, I'll help you turn those off. <laughs> it's magic. I am not the millennial that knows how to turn anything off. But apparently my girlfriend last night, because I was playing too many 80s synthesizers, the same song on repeat. It was like fucking Groundhog Day. It's new shoes. It's a great song. There it is. Over and over though. No, no, no. Okay. I wanted to play it once. I can't wait. Yeah, baby. I can't wait. Here's the problem. I was planning on only playing it once, and Mary was downstairs making tea that I didn't understand. It took 47 minutes. Well, it was a special kind of tea. Clearly. So I pushed play, thinking that she would come up like, you know, before the second verse, and I could be cute and naked and be like, oh, I can't wait. You know, I was trying to. No, no such thing. Mary, we have this conversation every time. There's no such thing. Shelly gets naked, everybody. It happens. Every day. So I'm waiting. Shelly. Modest is hottest. Come on. God, these porn shoulders. I know you they are think irresistible. think I was the ex-Mormon. What the hell? <laughs> Can I finish? I was waiting yes. for you, and it would get midway through the song, and I could still hear you downstairs, like, stirring shit. I'm like, God. So I would start it over. I'm like, oh, she'll be up for sure. Oh, so you weren't even letting it run all the way through. You no, were, because like, I preemptively wanted... yes. starting. You were doing a bit. Oh. Like, yes. you were waiting for it to come she up. Was the song was yes. going to be on. It was, like, a whole thing. Yes. But all she could hear was, like, it was on. In, like, <laughs> 
<laughs> over and over and over. It was for you, baby doll. Oh, man, uh-huh. that's funny. <laughs> oh, I'm Diana. Oh, yeah. Oh, introductions. Didn't we do that? No, in we the didn't. intro. Maybe. We did, did we? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Hi, I'm Diana. <laughs> I'm Ben. That would oh. be Brother Ben. Brother Ben, that's sorry. Brother I'm sorry. Ben. to you. So it is, of course, Fast Sunday. Yeah, so we're having this. I have, um, I've abstained from eating for quite some time. Yeah, only drinking. <laughs> uh-huh. It's better on an empty stomach. Mm-hmm. So we're doing our Relief Society, like True Relief Society with Diana. Yeah, which um, it does make sense that, that there is a man here because typically you need a man to yeah. come in. Someone for the to bigger preside, meetings, right? preside. for the bigger meetings, you need someone presiding. So Jesus here he is. Christ. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie just, just jumped up. No, into Jesus Ben's came. Lap. He is presiding now. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Eddie! Eddie loves Brother Ben. Turns uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who does? Who does? Everyone loves Brother Ben. That's right. <laughs> He's easy to love. Except for Fanny Factcheck. I don't think she's that fond of you. Yeah, we have, a, we have some problems, some issues. <laughs> Fanny Factcheck is actually visiting in the area right now, and it would be like Jupiter and Mars aligning if we somehow got the two of you in the same room oh, no. at the same time. Oh, wow. Well, I know this is backwards again because time is I a love, construct. I love the backwards time. It, <laughs> it really proves that time, time is a construct. But yeah. I think we might be having her on, but that episode is going to come out before this episode. That's, That's right. 49. Those of you who are listening, just, just I know. trust us. Can you believe we just got to episode us. 50, by the way? That's so, uh, two more and we're a year in. That's I know. Crazy. And then we're done. We're done. <laughs> Walk away. Just listen to them over and That's over. Just right. like that new shoes song. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so, ben, mm-hmm. I believe, okay, correct me if I'm wrong and I'm putting you on the spot and we can cut this whole thing down, but I believe you were kind of reluctant to come on the podcast. Is that accurate or am I? I'm reluctant to do anything. <laughs> Especially uh, if it involves leaving the house. Well, right. But just in general, like I need days, sometimes weeks of preparation to do anything. Okay. So it's just a timing issue. Or absolutely no preparation time whatsoever, which is what happened today. Where nice. This morning I said, hey, I have a sitter for this afternoon. You're going to come. All right. No, no, but that doesn't preempt my need for the time. Oh, right. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just like just it forced get it into today. it, which is fine. Okay. Well, I'll warm up eventually. Do you all, I think you're doing great. Do you all want to take a second and talk about your podcast? Oh my gosh. Do we have a podcast? You have yes, a podcast. We do, we do, we have, do a podcast. have a podcast. Benjamin, go for it. We have a podcast called Your Friends Podcast where we talk to each other about trees. <laughs> yeah. Last episode highlights trees pretty significantly. Okay. And <laughs> other important topics. And mostly unimportant topics. <laughs> but mostly trees, which are important. Uh, yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. We just uh, talk to each other mostly all day, every day for the last decade and a half. So now we just record it for all to hear <laughs> and to participate. We mm-hmm. have some, yeah, it's fun. We like, like it. it. All right. That's fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check it out. All what right. are we talking about today? Is someone in charge of this podcast? You know lesson. what? Okay, that is a great question. Who is in charge <laughs> of anything, really? If you open to page 47 of the manual. <laughs> Let's just read it you together. That's I usually said, what happens, oh, right? God, I, I this, know. This week when I was preparing, oh, I, God. I just I kept having this thought. Oh, Mary's, Mary's saying, oh, oh my God, my is God. this isn't like a real thing that happens in buildings that look purple. We actually, we've actually talked about um, doing once a month, maybe once every other month, where I teach her a lesson again oh, from no. the manual. Please. Like I did that one time that. because they're so fucked up. Like out of the primary. So I am manuals. super interested in that. So I read a book. You'll have to remind me of the name because I can't remember. 
Jamie Lee Finch's book. You Are Your Own by Jamie Lee Finch. Which talks a ton about religious trauma syndrome. Mm -hmm. And she talks about all like the developmental issues that happen in a fundamentalist religion. And it made me want to go back to like the earliest lessons to remember what I was taught so I can start to unravel all the... That would be great. You too, seriously. Remember when you were taught this as a small child? You don't have to believe this anymore. Yeah, this is shit. You can get this out of your... Psyche? Is that well, you thing? might not you even know it it's sort of lodged down No, you in for there. sure don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 For Maybe example, we should have a professional involved with this. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm not? No, you are. <laughs> You're professional so, at something. I was say, <laughs> Wait, I have to redo my disclaimers. I'm in no way qualified to Listen, be giving anyone advice. None of us are qualified for shit except for that we're fucking funny. I mean, yes. that's... I, I'm, I'm qualifying and, myself uh, with that. humble? <laughs> Never said I was humble. When it comes to humility, I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to real quick, I'm thinking about this when you're talking about listening to old primary lessons or teaching them whatever and then pulling that bullshit out of your brain. So our next goal on Patreon, so we did Johnny Lingo last time, and this next one, tell me if you've watched this, it's called Godly Sorrow. And it was in the early no. 90s. I don't want to spoil it because I'm going to make Mary watch it. Was this a seminary video? Yeah, like nine oh, minutes well, long. Oh, well, then I for sure have. Okay, that's right. Was there a car involved? No. This, <laughs> plug your ears. Plug your ears. Seriously? Yeah. Wait, please? So this was the mm. one where this girl has to go to her bishop. She's engaged. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Unplug, unplug. That fucking shit, Oh, I I had to watch that shit all the time, and it fucked me They talked about that uh, video specifically on an NPR episode. No way. So the the podcast This American Life, NPR is like most popular podcast. They have multiple women that are contributors and producers on that podcast who are ex-Mormon. There you go. So it pops up relatively Mm -hmm. regularly, and they did an episode about Believing things that you haven't heard, but like you just have this like yeah, belief like, in them I... that no one ever actually said it to you, but you believe it, and they mm-hmm. used that Hell video yeah. as an example. Yes. I, oh God, I sat and watched it. It's like nine minutes long. Oh. I watched it and I was like, "Because you're a full blown masochist." Oh my God, that's why I. That's what like it suddenly framed my entire life in a yeah. nine fucking minute video. Yeah, totally. Wow. I, was like triggery big time. So this won't be as funny as Johnny Lingo was. No, for sure it won't. No. I don't think that's meant to be funny. Johnny Lingo? We just found it funny. We just found it funny. Um, (laughs) But yeah, anyway. Johnny Lingo is problematic for a lot of reasons. Oh, Lord, Okay, so if you go to... (laughs) I think that may be why it was found funny, but upon further review, maybe Mm -hmm. we... Shouldn't have found it funny, like yeah. because what did we laugh about? You know, we well, just, right, because we're like, oh my god, like these the native cow, people, right? like, mm-hmm. that's like the thing. eight uh, cow, white, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. ugly, like I heard that all the time. Oh, it was a big yes. joke. Mahoney yes. ugly, right? Like that was something that the teenagers laughed yeah, it was about. Like a yeah. poor girl, it was a little quote. Oh, but you, you know do. what? Mm-hmm. When, as soon as she put on a lovely feminine outfit and put her hair back and put on a little makeup, did you notice they got? Did you notice they got rid of her mole? Yes. And this is something I didn't catch up catch on to. I know. This is something I didn't catch on to until someone made it. Until someone made it on brand for the Mormons. They have the white colonists there. Oh, thank God. Who was there to agree with everyone and like (laughs) Mr. Harris? Like he had to approve of everything that was going on. Like, what's with the fucking white colonist? That's what they call a rhetorical question. But like 
What do you mean? Who's guys? Like, of course they he knows what to do. For the wedding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like he was just like Colonel Sanders. He was. He died. You guys have to watch that. Oh, anyway. yeah. No. Uh, no, I don't. So we. <laughs> no, you need to watch us watching. We oh, saw yes. it yeah. on YouTube and it just said Johnny Lingo on the title page. But if you go to the Mormon Church's website and look I at their videos. You can still. Like, I can't believe you they can download still put it. that on their website. And Wait it a says. Second. What? Yeah. And it says, this. like, a lesson in self-esteem or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? I, I think I'm <sighs> paraphrasing, but it says, yeah, it's talking about self-esteem, how it's like building self-esteem. You're shocked yeah. by this after that anti-coffee and vaping bullshit they put out? I mean, don't like, you dare just, like, something that's by, like, a, Chino. Anything maybe. that ends in Chinos. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, they'll put anything on that website. No, I mean, you got We say cheese and rice in this house, young <laughs> man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies oh, for the language. Nothing. Nothing will ever match the hyphen Chino. No. <laughs> You're all babies, so let's spell it out for you. I yeah. need to get a hyphen Chino t-shirt. Mm. Oh, good idea. Yeah, we're full of t-shirt ideas. <laughs> well, all right, so I see that Diana has some notes here. I'm going to try to keep I, this I on know. track. You're Sorry. in charge. Sorry, <laughs> that was where we went with who's mm-hmm. in charge. You, Mary. Yeah. It's Wait, you. pause. Foom pod? Is this before we, we dive in? Sure, you want to do a foom pod and then we, get to the notes? This is interesting because as Mary's like, oh, Bryce sent me another foom pod, and I was like, but Bryce Blankenangle, by the way, and Bryce, if I don't get this one, we are unfriended. Um, but then I'm like, wait, Brother Ben's going to be here. Of course, he will know it because he no. had the priesthood had. once upon a when time. When does that exactly go away? <laughs> Probably when you leave the church. Well, is it, well, is it an administrative move? It's when you drink the Chino. Well, but if, is it when I... <laughs> okay, so then a few so years yeah, ago it went away. Okay, it went away a few years ago. Okay. That's right. funny. The minute that you open the email confirming that your resignation So it's just an administrative matter. Like, oh, paperwork has been done. Now the power of God is no longer with you. Yes. Okay, the spirit just make, is withdrawn. Well, okay, if it makes it. you feel any better, we didn't... We, we never, never had that we shit, never so. had it. You're just lowly like us. <laughs> well, I know that was the only thing I had going for me, so I'm trying to figure out if I still <laughs> no. have it or not. 12-year-old <laughs> boys are higher up than you at this you point. You have that cool Bonnie Raitt skunk stripe beard. I know. Okay, that's yeah. my new power? That's your it new power. At least Eddie thinks so. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie loves to get a piece of that. Maybe more of a sexual thing than anything, but... That's power. Are you ready to say your very favorite phrase in the entire world, Shelly? Cue music! It's the fucked up Mormon phrase of the day. (laughs) 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 Wow. That, that um, moment, the day. Day. Yep. Right. That's the stuff. I'm ready for this. Okay, you all. You all, all right. X-Mo's. Bryce, write this Bryce. down. Bryce. Uh, once again, courtesy of Bryce Blankenagel from Naked Mormonism Podcast. Thank you, Bryce. Mm-hmm. Shelly, make um, sure you write it down correctly this time. I know. God damn it. <laughs> There's not going to be any kind of weird acronym-y type spelling <sighs> okay. another word. We're going to get it for sure. Veiled yes. code. Today's fucked up Mormon phrase of the day is mothers in Israel. Oh, Ben, I'm looking at you. I don't know anything about mothers. I don't. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. We should talk about dude stuff. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I is don't that? Know. I mean, I know like fathers in Israel. What are the? Who are the mothers? Oh, this has got to be some Joseph Smith or some Brigham Young bullshit. Oh my God, Bryce, you're the best. <laughs> must be really I, off. Hey, I'm not ever coming is, back. Is this polygamy? Such a lie. No, no, it's just women in the church who are having children, which excludes a significant portion of women in the church, but who cares about them, right? We're only caring about women who are bearing children. That's what it's talking about. So these are the childbearing <laughs> women <laughs> of the church. Of the church. Do you want to go with that? I, yeah. Do you have a better answer? No. I mean, Would I anyone know. like to phone a friend who is not Bryce Blankenagel? <sighs> are we that off? 
You got to give a hint. If we are that off, you have to give a hint. I give you hints all the time, and I love you. I mean, you don't have to do anything she tells you unless That's you right. want to do it, Mary. I'm just going to tell this answer. Just, you're all wrong. We, have, Here's the right we do have a friend we could fumble. We're not going to. Yeah. Go for okay. it. Okay. You all get the buzzer. You're going to be horrified at this. Oh, no. I'm going to read this whole thing. Oh, my God. Fuck. Ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. The mothers in Israel were Joseph Smith's wives. Oh, oh Jesus God. Have mercy. Who would seek out and educate, in quotes, younger prospective wives about the doctrine of polygamy. No. Mm-hmm. No. They were madams. Elizabeth. They were madams. <laughs> Shit, you're right. What was that one's name? God, that's what I said one? earlier, right? Madams of Joseph Smith. That's what I said. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Did I you say that? that? I think I said that. I knew the priesthood hole. Okay, no, you no, didn't. You fucker. <laughs> you liar. I almost gave you a retroactive uh, bell. I was almost ding, super ding, impressed ding. now. <laughs> okay. What? Um, Elizabeth Davis Durfee and Patty Sessions were two of these older plural wives who helped Joseph Smith target teenage wives oh by feeling out their thoughts on the practice of polygamy. Wait. Wow. Um, but Joseph Smith wasn't a polygamist, so that's <laughs> weird. Okay, Denver Snuffer. <laughs> They hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is. Um, oh, then, can I? I'm going to continue. He had recruiters. So good. He had this recruits. is NCAA. He had female recruits who that's were his the, wives. That's the worst. Is he have like women who are already being abused finding yep. more women to yep. abuse. Women I mean, yeah. abusing yeah. women in general. Absolutely. Well, Ugh. come on. Didn't you guys? I mean, you didn't. It's do the called same grooming. Thing, but. That's yeah, 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 it's called grooming. Called grooming. Yeah, but didn't you just kind of go? I don't even want the priesthood. Yeah, I'm and a girl. I was, I was <laughs> like you making know? fun of the women who wore pants on that wear pants to church Sunday that one time. I sucked. I sucked. Apologies to well, everyone out there that I yes, suck that and bad. And there are degrees of it, certainly. But you were indoctrinated <laughs> True and story. you went along with certain things. Not this, but who knows if it had been a different time and oh, oh, Shelly and I profit. would have been oh, yeah. fucking you were in, killing you would have been it. In. Our numbers would have been so bad. <laughs> We've been winning that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you are both very competitive. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, it's on the record. Yes. But, okay, yeah. so but then these madams, if you will, would return to Joe with intel on who was a receptive target. It's uh, like visiting teaching. It's yeah. like, it's like yeah, weeding out like who that. has a testimony. Yep, yep. Ooh, maybe. I know. Yeah, but we're talking about sex here, not just visiting people. I this know, is... but you're visiting, you're talking, and then you'll be like, well, so, oh, you know, the, the, the polygamy law, I don't know what, I don't know really know what I feel about that. What do you feel about that, Diana? If Diana's like, I mean, if that's what the Lord wants, I'd be like, on my cell phone, Joseph, we got one. <laughs> I mean, I'm 19 and I'm not married yet, so I guess I'll be somebody's 43rd wife. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's all so sad. We come from these people. Oh, not proud of my heritage. Um, but soon after, Joe would appear to this unsuspecting poor girl oh, and tell her that With the, the flaming Lord, sword. Right. The Lord had revealed to him that Mrs. So and so had had a vision concerning her and had been to see her, not suspecting any collusion that Joseph Smith and his wife uh, (laughs) had had any conversation uh, at all. No, we don't talk. Uh, The young lady would be astonished and being strong in the faith, she could have no doubt that Joseph Smith spoke by authority of God. He would then ply his arguments and with the utmost sanctity speak in the name of the Lord that she should be his or his friends in time and eternity, and thus by playing on her superstitious credulity, credulity, sure. and artfully at the same time inflaming her passions, he seldom failed his object. Okay, wow. so just to be super, Ooh, but hang on, yeah, this yeah, comes yeah. from a narrative of the adventures and experience of Joseph H. Jackson from 1844. Thank you for that. Wow. Okay. 
just Ugh. to be super clear, he was not receiving visions from God. Mm-mm. And none of this was based on any sort whoa, of factual whoa, whoa, whoa. anything. He very well could have been receiving visions from God. But who gives a fuck? It's called human trafficking. <laughs> right. You yeah. can't do it. Thank yeah. you. I don't care what you, like, authority you're speaking on or, or whatever you think you saw. Or if he somehow convinced himself that it was right, from sure, God. Sure, who oh, cares? God. You're grooming Young, women ugh. and trafficking them sometimes to his friends. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. Talk about yeah. good old boys club. And he somehow, he somehow convinced <laughs> the older women who he was already married to to get in on oh, this. Because oh, imagine not, you would feel special if you were that woman mm, that he's entrusting to go find for others. Except fucking Emma. Emma was like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I feel bad for that woman. Oh, like, I feel terrible for yeah. her. But I believe that she completely saw her through his bullshit. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Okay, oh, and Bryce, on that. Yeah. Bryce, yeah. I know. It's good uh, stuff, though. I gotta mm-hmm. keep coming back More just so I can people mm-hmm. need be to know this stuff. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. Mm -hmm. It's too bad we scared up all the Mormons. (laughs) <laughs> they yeah. don't listen. Well, I might have a couple. Well, and this kind of brings family. up one other thing that we were talking about earlier, the stuff that women especially, but I mean, all Mormons can be guilty of this, of the stuff they're willing to buy, willing yeah. to believe in, willing to sign up for. Yeah. Not to this degree, but for other things that they're willing to take on and uphold. So one woman that we met at Atlanta Pride, she came over, was super fidgety, had a hard time making eye contact with me. And we were talking about the priesthood, and I was like, wouldn't you have enjoyed the priesthood? She's like, oh, I don't even want it. I don't even want it. And I was like, well, how about other women who might want it? I said, right. I, personally, I think I would crush the priesthood. You would fucking you would own that shit. Right? You'd be like— It's just all administrative bullshit. Who cares about that? <laughs> well, it's a title that some people can have and some people can't. Yeah. It's snitches. Yeah. Whether it's real or not, the fact that women were not allowed— No, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Just saying, I'm just saying there's no real, like, thing that's happening with it. No, it's all <laughs> vanity. It's, 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 just a, it's just power and uh, yeah. structure to oppress other people. But. And women <laughs> right. somehow get in on the explanation that— Either they don't want it or they have other duties that are just as That's meaningful. what I believe. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. want any. Well, I don't because go to you, those have, you have men who are also saying, like, we're such idiots. And, like, what would we, we just, we wouldn't even have a place. We wouldn't even have anything to do mm-hmm. if the women had priesthood. Mm-hmm. They already do everything anyway. If they had the priesthood yeah. too, we could just, why would we even be yeah, here? We need it's like, it because yeah, we need to be righteous. Be here? <laughs> Tell that to all the men in the Johnny Lingo movie. <laughs> who are all hideous looking, except for Johnny Lingo, telling that one woman how ugly she is. Mm-hmm. Yep. That movie. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, Mary, I'm so sorry that you had to watch that. I know, and there's going to be so more happy. to come. We treat, we treat our patrons well, yes. I'm not going to lie. I'm happy for your patrons. They earned that so shit. sorry for Mary. Can I just say that the difference between going from 125 to 150 patrons, for some reason it took a while. I don't know why our listeners were being lame. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> announced at 150. You're for sure going to hit your next goal so quick. Guys, I love you. When I announced at 150 that the 175 reward would be the Johnny Lingo thing. Mm-hmm. I think it might be because we were all afraid to have to hear about you talking about Johnny Lingo. We hit that shit in like a week and a half. It was crazy. It was quick. People were pumped for Johnny Lingo. It was so fast. Oh, they did want to hear about it. Oh, man. Ex-religious people love to be re-traumatized. Yeah, absolutely. They do. It's like the train wreck. You have to watch it. You just can't. You can't turn away. You have to. One might say you couldn't create a good boundary. Oh, <laughs> oh, segue. Oh, 
bombs at Brother okay. Ben's were, amazing If you were trying to do a drinking game and drink every time I said boundary, you had to wait a long time. Well, that is such a good segue, but it first, is. I think we should take a little break. What do you think? Pay some bills, baby. All right, we'll be right back. We're back. That's, that's so quick. It's magical. Oh, it's we, cool. we did that when we were doing our live broadcast at the coffee shop in Utah, and it got the biggest laughs. We're like, okay, we should take a break. And we're back. The crowd <laughs> just busted up. Yeah. I don't think they realized we really just sit there and stare at each other for yep. like two seconds, and then we're back. Well, one time you did use it as an opportunity to take a bathroom break, and sometimes we'll go refill our drinks or that's whatever. True. Get more alcohol flowing. <laughs> that's never wrong. Anyway. No, we got it flowing today. That's Thanks. right. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Should we have Brother Ben turn the time over to Diana oh, what? for our talk about boundaries? Should I hold forth first? Like, you know, yes. just kind of like yes. do like hold a forward. big introduction. Yes. Do the whole so. bit. I can't do that. So <laughs> This uh, is why he was only ever a first counselor. By the way. <laughs> oh, you never got to sit with the old people. Shame. Are you counselor shaming him? <laughs> Basically. I was never a president of any organization, so I can't really counselor oh, shame him. Shit. But if I had been, I for sure would counselor shame him. <laughs> okay, can you please be quiet yes. so I can turn the time over Ooh, to you? Oh. <laughs> be a little more reverent. Reverently, quietly, softly. Now we think of. Oh yeah, I don't know the words. I don't know if it was soft because that's weird to softly think of someone. You know, I haven't seen my therapist in a while. (laughs) I think after this, like I'm actually gonna make an appointment. This is why Ben never wants to be. He did make some. Oh, I said something horrifying to him earlier today, and he's like, "Oh, I think you should have given me a trigger warning before you said that." And I was like, "Well, I'm gonna just give you trigger warnings for the whole 17 minute drive before we get to their house." <laughs> and you didn't do that. And I didn't do um, it. Sorry. I'm a little bit sensitive these days. You are. So okay. I, I need a little more warning. That being said, I now turn the time over to, what do I call you? I don't, I don't know. know. What do you call me? Bitch. <laughs> okay. Just I do not say that. <laughs> That's wise. Safe for that way. That is wise. I now Hi. turn the time yeah, over to me. if she would fucking stop no. talking no. about it. <laughs> So she's taking the times so, from no, you. It's so awkward, I can't even handle it. All right, it's you. All right, go. go, please talk. <laughs> I'm no, done. Nobody can tell the dynamics of our relationship at all. Okay, we're talking boundaries today, folks. So the person I I like to to give a reference point, a suggestion, almost all of the information that I'm going to share, other than just stuff from my own brain. And own experience comes from the holistic psychologist, Dr. Nicole LaPera. She is a PhD psychotherapist. She now has like the biggest following on Instagram of any mental health professional, I would say. She's just sort of blown up. And on Instagram, she is the holistic psychologist. She has a newsletter, she does YouTube videos, and her information on boundaries has been sort of my biggest reference point and how I've tried to establish boundaries with myself and with my family and how that sort of has looked. As a starting point, she sort of defines six different types of boundaries. And I'll just read them and then we'll talk however it sort of comes naturally. So she has time boundaries, how much time you spend with someone or doing something or like if you need time boundaries with work, if you're someone that struggles with overworking Physical boundaries around physical proximity to people, sexuality, how much space you share with other people, conversational boundaries, topics that you're open to discussing and not discussing, 
that's a huge one for those of us who have left any sort of organization and particularly with the people in our lives who are still in that organization, what we will and won't talk about. Relationship boundaries, she defines as boundaries mutually agreed upon with your close friends and partners. Personal boundaries are boundaries you have in place based with yourself based on awareness of your own needs and content boundaries, things that you will and will not consume or will have monitored consumption of like social media, TV, podcasts, I would put in that category as well. So the two things that that sort of jumped out to me were the personal boundaries that I have with myself and they all sort of intersect, right? So like I have personal boundaries with myself of what I will and won't talk about with certain people or where I will and won't go and content. So I'm big on curating your feed, if you will. So that can be Instagram, it can be Twitter, Facebook, whatever places you find yourself sort of mindlessly browsing the most, being mindful and having boundaries around who you will and won't follow, what you will and won't listen to. And this doesn't even have to be from a religious context, but in any situation, if you're repeatedly seeing somebody's pictures that are always making you feel a negative way, do you really need to be following that person? Right. It's not enriching your life. So let's think about why it is you might be following those people. I think having a podcast like this one and like ours that touches on these things, that's a question that people have or that's a topic that comes to mind is like, what is this providing? Is it catharsis? Is it healing? And it's different for everybody. Like we've talked about the stages of grief, how it's not a linear thing. So you sort of are dipping in and out of these things. And I'm interested if the two of you have noticed that in yourselves. Are there any boundaries around the sort of content or personal things you will and won't talk about with your families, with each other, with your friends? Like how has that looked There's something that's come up recently that's interesting for us. I avoid a lot of social media because there are things that are triggery for me or just things that I find very, they, they inflame me. Yeah. So there's a certain priesthood holder that is still part of your Facebook friend group who likes to sort of blanket posts with a lot of, a lot of aggressive comments that are contrary to what I believe. And I sure. find myself defending that person. To that. her specifically or in this, in not, the not group? Not in the group, but to her, like he doesn't know any better, but that's surely not helpful. Well, it just makes me want to block people, yeah. which I can, because then I won't sure. have to see the conversation. Yes. Yeah. Block people. Block everyone. Block them all <laughs> the time. If you don't feel good, block that this shit. This is why yeah. we brought him along today. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't fuck around with that. Like, if it makes you feel bad, don't fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. You can return to something or, like, work through something, but you don't need to necessarily have it thrown in your face all the time. I yeah. feel you. But on the yeah. other hand— I have almost 5,000 friends. I have never unfriended anyone in my entire life. Yeah, I don't understand that why. That might not be a so th- I'm not is, bragging about that. This is at actually all. I got 5,000 friends, motherfucker. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I've never unfriended anyone, but I probably should because clearly not all 5,000 are making me feel good. This is actually an intervention. Where's the cameras? I'm not going. No, I'm not going. And this person who's very aggressive on Facebook actually shuts down some of the things your friends are saying. Which I also don't enjoy seeing yeah. that go down. Yeah, I don't. No, I, I don't would. like that. Mm-mm. So do you? So this is where Mary and I go back and forth. I think that she. And correct me if I'm wrong. I think that she feels that I am so used to being apologetic and defending and playing things down 
because of Mormon upbringing, where yeah, I'm like, yeah, we need to talk about that, right? But, yeah, where Mary is like, fuck that fuck, you know. I mean, she's <laughs> very strong, fuck. and so <laughs> fuck that fucking fuck, <laughs> fucker. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not in denial at all that I do still have issues of wanting to apologize and keep the peace and just like let's just all be nice because that's Mormon woman in me. Like, well, I have meanwhile, to- this person who's the offender shut down your friend on Facebook, and nobody does anything. They let it hang out there. Nobody jumps to her defense. I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't get it. Ben, go ahead. You have thoughts. I can see. Everyone, get off Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that's the overarching. Delete delete the app. Never go back. Your life will be better for it. We have to. We have to have Facebook. So I have have a, um, a theory on communication. Okay. Specifically in regards to the internet. Some people can engage with many people on many topics and maintain mental health. And it's okay. They can do that work. Other people cannot do that. And I'm not saying that just because you think you can means you can. Some In some cases, we don't have personal boundaries. Yeah. And so we don't protect ourselves. That aside, some people can engage with people that don't agree with them and kind of work through things with people, can have a dialogue. I don't want to call it productive, but they they can have a dialogue. Some people cannot. I just think you need to know what kind of person you are so that when those conversations come up, let's say maybe, Shelly, you are the kind of person that can have a nuanced dialogue with people that disagree with you. And Mary's like, well, no, that's not for me. I don't need that. I don't want that in my life. And so she doesn't have it. I think that everyone has to figure out kind of what your ability to communicate is. Mm. Mine is to only talk to people in person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, or text messages. But like, I can't deal with the other stuff. don't chime in on, on social media Nothing. at all. Yeah. A- at best, I'm a lurker. How would you be if you did? Like, what would it, how would it make you feel? No one would ever know because I never do he's that. He's never done. Like, it's, it, <laughs> um, he's, it makes me extremely uncomfortable, especially in arguments. Yeah. I'm a peacemaker. Like, that's kind of my personality. So I feel uncomfortable in general when people disagree. But if people are going to disagree, I want the terms to be negotiated, like what they're going to talk about, what the debate's going to be. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about what we're talking about so that we're not missing each other. If we want to disagree with each other, if we want to have a debate, we want to have an argument, let's make it productive. That doesn't happen in real life. That's why I can't do it. So um, (laughs) I choose to remove myself. So So your boundary. Yeah. Yeah. So for defining things, I should have started with this. So just sort of like some basic things about what boundaries are. The act of setting a boundary is for us. So it's for the individual. It is not to control the behavior of another person. Ben and I talk about this all the time, that it's I statements, it's not you statements. So for me, with setting boundaries with my family, I've had to say, I will feel more comfortable if, fill in the blank. Not, you're making me feel uncomfortable Mm, when you do this or when you say this. It's, I would feel more comfortable if whatever the thing is. And boundaries are firm lines in the sand. It's very, very hard to make and keep boundaries, but that is how and when they are effective is when we can make them and we can keep them. And how a person responds to them is— That's on them. It's on them. It's not on us. It's on them. And it shows you a lot about someone and about your relationship when you set a boundary and can see how someone else is reacting to it. Mm -hmm. Our work is to hold that boundary— regardless of the response. It's so exhausting sometimes. It's so hard. It and so it's hard work. Before we recorded this podcast, earlier in the week, I told the two of you that this is what I wanted to talk about. And you mentioned that you have set boundaries with your mother, Mary, and that you feel guilty. And yeah. I've stolen this straight from the holistic psychologist, but I was like reading a bunch of her stuff before, as I was prepping for this. And she says over and over and over again, you're not going to not feel guilty. Mm. It takes practice. Yeah. And that may lessen 
but you're not going to not feel guilty. So we don't want to feel shame over something that's different. Shame right. is different than guilt. But you're not going to not feel guilty because you care about your mother and you know her well enough and have been in relationship long enough with her to know that you setting that boundary is going to be hard for her. But that is for her to look at if yeah. she chooses to look at it. But you may not ever not feel guilty. Yeah. Like, I feel guilty every time I set some sort of a conversational or personal physical space boundary with my family, but I have to just do that. The example I thought of was we went to Utah this last spring, and it was the first time in 15 years that I've been back to Utah and not stayed in my mother's house. Mm. I've always stayed with my parents. When I do that, it hurts my mother's feelings. Oh, I'm my mom did not tell me because that's not in her nature to tell me or to say anything, but I'm 100% positive that it did hurt her feelings that we did not stay there. But it made the interactions that we had with her so much better. Yeah. And I would like Ben to speak to this because he's mostly why we set that boundary. And we did. We set it together. I probably would have just been like, oh, I feel too bad. I'll, we'll just we'll just stay there. It'll be fine. And he said, no, we need to not stay there. Mm-hmm. And it will make it so that we could go back again. Yeah. Uh, I am going to put up a boundary and not talk about that, actually. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't feel comfortable talking about that. However, I will say making the interaction better. Like I had some moments with your mother that were like some of the best I've ever had. Oh, wow. Um, and it was mostly me because I was in a place, a good place. At the end of the trip, I was no longer in that place. <laughs> <laughs> However, I was really in a good place going out there and I had some interactions with her that were like, I'm almost tearing up talking. Like it was beautiful. Oh, wow. That's like awesome. the the way I was able to see her, that was all torn apart by the end of the trip. But <laughs> anyway, well, no, 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 actually. not with her. No, not I mean, I yes and no, but it wasn't specifically her. It was it was a whole thing. We um, were there for a temple wedding. So right. we don't really even need to say anything else. It was a lot. But, it. but yeah. the boundaries that we set made it so that I could interact with a person yeah. on my terms and it was good. Yeah. Um that's great because it sounds like there were a lot of highs and lows with that trip. And yeah. it was complicated. It, it, was, it, like, was, it yeah. was like a high, <laughs> like a, like I mean, a cliff dive. It, it seems like such a stereotypical out of a plane. Right. It seems like such a stereotypical thing to be like, oh, well, it was family. So, like, you know, you get what you get. But, like, that kind of was how it was. Yeah. It's like you are grateful if there's anything that's good. But family is hard. I was just thinking and as I was, like, looking at my notes that I hadn't written down conversational boundaries as the thing I wanted to hit the most. I actually don't know how this works in a broader religious context. I don't know a lot of evangelical people that have these issues, but with Mormonism specifically, that's my experience, so that's what I'll speak to, is that there's no boundaries between what is and isn't off limits to talk about. So when you're raised in a scenario where starting at 12, you're being asked by essentially a stranger— about extremely personal details about your life, that then gives your parents license, if they choose, to just ask anything anything they want all the time. So when I was, I don't remember if I was pregnant with my second or my third kid. So let's say I was either 24 or like 27. Way too old for my dad to ask me this question. It was Fast Sunday, like today. (laughs) And so it was Fast Sunday, and I'm like, however many months pregnant, we're in Utah visiting my family. We're staying with my family. And my dad sees me eating, and my father <laughs> looked at his grown ass fucking child who mm-hmm. is pregnant. Oh, God. Was like, why are you eating? It's fast Sunday. Oh, God. And in his brain, there was nothing he, he didn't wrong hesitate. with he didn't asking even, yeah, that. Sure. And because I had no boundaries at that point in my life, I didn't say, 
this is none of your business, motherfucker. (laughs) I defended myself and was like, well, I'm pregnant. If I don't eat, I'm going to puke. And I think I even said to him, your wife had seven kids. Do you think she fasted every Sunday? Like that didn't happen, dad. Right. And I was like, did I defend myself enough? Did I convince him Uh, that I have the right to be eating right now? uh, So you felt shame. I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now I'm like, fuck that shit. what, (laughs) What was he thinking by asking there was no thought like yeah why would would he think that he couldn't i mean he was one calling you out for being disobedient really to the teachings of the church right not a lot of i don't want to just say mormon men but i'm going to say like the patriarch whoever's in charge of the mormon family sure they don't have a problem calling you out for being disobedient even as small as it is they also call you i'm surprised he put it in question form Versus, you should not be eating on Fast Sunday, that, young lady. To be totally unfair to him and fair to me, I don't know that he didn't right. say it that way. Mm-hmm. I, I maybe— And it, it could seems, be personality type, it, too. Yeah. Sure, sure. But I just feel for those people who are in these situations with family who still believes and they don't believe. And maybe they're going, maybe they're not going. Like, we know that it's like a total spectrum. And there's a million stops along the path of— getting out and being open and honest with family. Yeah. So I really feel for those people who are still in these situations where every six months when conference happens, they have a well-meaning mother say, did you catch any a conference this weekend? <laughs> like, yeah. it's really, really hard. But again, the I statements, it makes me feel uncomfortable when you ask me these things. Yeah. If I want to talk to you about this, I will come to you. And just putting it like, it sounds super selfish. And that's the other thing with deeply religious people is that being selfish is so evil. Sure, You're not yeah, allowed sure. to be selfish. That's what boundaries are. And that's the only way we survive. Yeah. It's the only way we don't hate ourselves. Yeah. And maybe selfish is not necessarily the way to I, look at it. Yeah. You yeah. know, because if that's a bad word to some people. Right. It's more about self-preservation. Yeah, self-preserving. Yeah. Self-preserving. Yeah. Absolutely. Self-care. Boundaries are self-care. Yeah, it's they are. a super hot topic and people shy away from that, but that's what they yeah. are. Let's back up a little and talk about when you should recognize, ma'am, shooting, but when you might want to recognize that a boundary is necessary, because that's difficult to always figure out. So I would say if you are coming in contact with someone or something or something, and you are having a sort of repetitive negative response, yeah, those are big clues to where, like, how can I set a boundary here? What does the boundary need to be here? Yeah. And you can change them. Right. Just because I've said you have to stick to them and that's what you need to do. You do, but that doesn't mean they can't change. Mm -hmm. And I think over time, like, I've sort of have set some really far boundaries, if you will, with my family. And I don't know what will happen over time. Yeah. Certain situations might not be so difficult for me. Certain situations might not be so triggering to use that word because that's kind of what they are at the stage that I'm in. There's personal growth, there's development, there's change. People change. I believe they do. So the boundaries can change, but you have to yeah. be checking in a lot. And also, sometimes you can get so numb to the behaviors that you don't mm-hmm. even recognize it. So here's an example. One yes. time I was having dinner with friends, and also my mother was there. We were talking about something with my father. My father died when I was 12. So some of my memories are hazy. Sure. So I was bringing something up, something that I remembered about my father, and my mother didn't remember that. She's also you know, older, and her memory hasn't been great for a while. And she said, well, that's not what happened at all. You don't, you don't know your father at all, do you? And oh, she said that oh, in front of my friends. I was so used to this, I didn't even react. Like, that's just something that my mother would say. Yeah. Right. But later, my friend said, gosh, I just kind of wanted to 
slug your mother when she said that. Mm-hmm. That's really that was really mean. It was really mean yeah. to you. I was just so used to it. So used to it. And so I want to bring up something. I'm I'm truly not trying to throw you under the no, bus. No, I know. I do need to pee really badly though. So do you want to <laughs> pause first or do you want to Um okay, sure. Let's take a pause for a potty <laughs> break. You also need to pee. Okay. <laughs> Leave all that in, Dan. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, let's pay some bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is good. I need break. time to think about this anyway. Okay. This is good actually. Okay. Sure. We'll take a little break, the last one and pay some bills and potty. Okay. <laughs> be right back. We're back from our potty break. Mm-hmm. Actually, I didn't take that opportunity to use the restroom. I got a refill on my beer. That's a good girl. So now I am the one oversharing. Or is that just sharing? That's just sharing. sharing. What, what would be oversharing <laughs> about no, there it? It's isn't. fine. I'm just it's making fine. a joke. I do want to say thank you specifically about you sharing that story about you and your mother and your mother saying that to you. These things are difficult, and I just want to give the proper credit to you for being willing to share something like that. Oh, so well, thank, thank you. thank you. And you know what? As we were having this discussion, it actually just popped in my head. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's that's how it happens. I know. All right. So you were throwing yeah, Shelly under the bus. I was, yeah, was going to so. throw you under <laughs> the bus. Let's get back to that bus. So, I've had some more beer, so I'm good. Go. So you were wearing, in one of the pictures in Utah, cannabis is safer than Mormonism t-shirt. Yes. And it came up on your father's feed yes. in Facebook. Let's just say that people over age like 70. North of, people north of 70 think that if not it know how to shows Facebook, up in their feed, that you it did was it purposely. Yes. For them. I repeat, everyone, get off Facebook <laughs> now. And, 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 and I will follow up with, we will find another community. We will not leave you alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. You will not be left alone. Have no fears. We will find somewhere else for us mm-hmm. all to go. It's true. Where, but where will you go? My, <laughs> my problem with it was not that he's an old geezer who can't figure out Facebook sure. and that it was not actually on his wall. Mm-hmm. It was the way he talked to you about it. He accused you of putting it on his wall and he said, don't ever do that again. Don't put a picture like that on my wall ever again. I mean, instead of... Okay, so I'm kind of Facebook illiterate. How do you think that ended up on my wall? Did it? And, That's you know true. What I mean? he, he did he assume that I had you. done that purposefully, but I don't know why he would think otherwise because he doesn't understand Facebook. You. He doesn't understand the nature of you. Ooh, that's some shit right there. Like, why would he think that I would do that? Yes. I have never, I've never done no, that. No, you are the kindest person I've ever met. Why is his assumption that you would put something that he would find offensive on his Facebook wall? You I'll tell you why, do because that. it has been and always will be church first, human second. second. Yeah. So when he would see that, his instant reaction was to protect the church, um, which would mean needing to tell me to not do this thing, which I didn't do you after didn't all. Do. I didn't. No, yeah, you're right. He probably didn't even take the time to think, you know what? She's never done anything like that before. Right. Maybe I'll just call her and say, like, I'm not understanding this. Or he could have even said, you know, if, if you did do that, I would appreciate it if you didn't. Just give you a little benefit of the doubt. Yeah, but my dad also is never, he never talks like he is not sure about something. It doesn't matter right. what it is. He's always sure and right. So yeah. what I'll ask you, Shelly, is having given it a little bit of time since that happened, how do you think you could have responded? Is there a boundary there that you feel like you want to or need to set for yourself with your yeah. dad? Um, I still want harmony with my family, which— Maybe you are a fucking nine. Uh, 
I'm going to have to talk maybe. about the Enneagram. Oh, Enneagram. 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 All up over. I don't think you are, but maybe you really are. I definitely explained to him that that's not how Facebook works. <laughs> 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 you know? And then I asked him which picture it was. So then I was trying to figure out, did yeah, I actually... because you don't even know. I know, because then I'm trying to figure out, well, how did that happen? Like, right. I'm, ag- I'm believing what he's saying, so how did that happen? And then I thought... What did I do? Yeah, what did I do? Then it's I thought, well, well, maybe I put these pictures up. Then maybe my mom, who also is social media illiterate, maybe she saw the picture, didn't see that I was wearing a Cannabis is Safe for the Mormonism shirt, just saw me and Mary. It is, by it the is, way. Just to be way. very clear, Cannabis Ooh. is Safe for the oh, Mormonism. God, most things are. 100%. For reference of the picture, if anyone has seen it, which I know all of you have because you're all on Facebook, uh-huh. uh, Mary is not temple-worthy. <laughs> never was. Yeah. Never was. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he was referring to that shirt. I don't I don't know. Oh, you don't even know? I mean, no. Your shirt was anti-Mormon. Hers was factual. <laughs> I told you, when, when Shelly texted me about this, I said he didn't have an issue with Mary's shirt because Mary's shirt is true. It's true. <laughs> but so was my shirt. But he doesn't believe that's that. True. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, sorry. So so Funny. then I was trying to think of how could this have happened. So in my mind, it was still that he was correct. Like, it, it somehow made its way onto his, his Facebook wall. wall in a way that seemed like I had done something. So I'm like, then I was thinking, well, maybe my mom accidentally, not accidentally, maybe she clicked like on it because she didn't read the small <laughs> print on my shirt. And so usually <laughs> when you like something, because they share a Facebook yep. thing. Oh. That, yeah. So maybe but it, it that's still wouldn't what, put it on his wall, though. Well, maybe it brought what the up the fuck top is of the- a wall. Like, is that any different than your feed? I love I you think so that's the same much. Thing. Like, what's the diff? Like, we call it-, it wall feed page. No, I it's all the different. same thing, though, isn't uh-uh. it? No, no it's, it's different. Not. Well, I don't understand it either. But <laughs> the point yeah, I- old people are so, so illiterate. So if you're over also, seventy or if you're forty-five, say, so exactly. I should also say that the subscript in my mind has been Shelly is also Facebook illiterate. <laughs> Here's what I do know. I do know that I did not go to my dad's page, right, wall, no, I feed, know you whatever, didn't. and right. purposely put a right. picture. I would never I would never do that. I would so. say wall and page are the same thing, but a feed yeah. is like a news feed. It's like people's stories yeah, coming yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on your news Don't feed, you can see anybody's stuff. Nope. On your wall, it's just your, it's stuff. Just your stuff. Or if I had gone and posted yeah. my picture. You know, I got off the phone and I was I was hurt. I felt just off. I didn't like the way it felt. Yeah. Um, I wasn't mad. I just felt like I felt like there was a lot of shame emanating from well, you. Well, he wasn't yeah. giving you, like, I think Mary's right. You are super kind and you go into situations, especially with people who are particularly close to you, you go into situations with a lot of love and you never intend to hurt someone and you would not intend to hurt your dad. Right. And so it is frustrating and it is hurtful that they would think that mm-hmm. that's what you were doing because yeah, that's it, not your intention. Absolutely. Yes, completely. Heap that along with a good helping of me again feeling that the church is more important than me. You right. know, like you put those two things together and I'm right. like this stupid oh, 12-year-old girl. Again. My version right. of sucks. church is absolutely more important to my mother than me. Of absolutely. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So was, that's I think that was a lot of the hurt as well. Is like he was Jesus. just jumping in to defend exactly. the church without even asking if what I had done was really aimed at him, you know? Right. This assumption. So how, or if he really did that thing. Like, yeah, he no, that's what he, I mean. It's all about approach and about, can you explain how well, and he, he, this he may have happened? He had that tone in his voice of every time he ever lectured me for not going to church or for not reading my scriptures. You know, just some like, he had that tone of disappointment, right. of authority and disappointment all wrapped up in one. And it just like... It triggered Made you, my probably. skin crawl. And it did. It was very triggering. So I'm... Okay. I was going to turn the time over. 
to Ben, but he's just going to say, everybody get off Facebook. <laughs> so here's what... You're making an assumption. I right am now. making an assumption <laughs> based on a lot of evidence. That, that, that is accurate. <laughs> Even with this podcast alone, it's based on a lot of evidence. So here's what I will say instead. My family has a group page. We, we used to have it on MySpace and we had it on Facebook. And then I said, I'm getting off Facebook. We need to move this somewhere else. And they moved it somewhere else. And then maybe a year later, not even a year, I said, nope, wasn't Facebook's fault. I can't be a part of this group. <laughs> mm. So I removed myself. Yeah. So you're not going to remove yourself from Facebook at this moment right now. Up mm-hmm. until this point, this is factual. You're not going no. to remove yourself from no. Facebook. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that you could do, it takes a little time and it takes some help for some people, especially those that may or may not be Facebook illiterate. You can stop people from seeing certain content. So if you're on a platform that you would like to continue to participate on, but you are continuing to get feedback that is not what you are looking for, not what you're wanting, it's making you feel bad. Making your friends possibly feel bad. Or making your friends possibly feel bad. Mm -hmm. Let's reach out. Let's Google some shit and see what we can do to stop those people from seeing it. So Hmm. if I was in your situation, Shelly, I would have stopped a long time ago, I would have stopped my parents from seeing anything Mm -hmm. that I post. You can remain friends with them. You can Facebook messenger them or whatever it is, but you can stop it so that they cannot see your content. Think that I went and and sabotaged his wall. And that could be a boundary that you (laughs) set in that way. That is an example of a boundary. It is an example of a boundary because it's not even that what Like, you don't think what you're posting is hurting them. And honestly, it's not. But it's just how, again, how they respond to it is Mm -hmm. not your business. Mm -hmm. But he's coming to you and he's saying, how dare you do this thing or don't ever do this thing again or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So let's put the boundaries in place. And in these situations, they're physical buttons you can click. That's awesome. To set these boundaries. Yeah, you're right. So that they can't see that. Because you believe that what you're doing is for the greater good. I believe that what you're doing is for the greater good. Mm-hmm. It's not for your parents. No. That's another thing. This isn't necessarily in line with boundaries, but somewhat that I have learned big time is I'm not for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And me, me neither. So I have certain yeah. family members that listen to my podcast and they don't really give me their feedback. But sometimes I think like, this isn't for you. <laughs> right. And I think they know that it's not for them. So that's why they don't give me their feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just want to be aware, which I can appreciate as being someone that would also want to be aware. I get it. But it's not for them. Mm-hmm. And your Facebook content is not for your parents. No. It would never change their thoughts. It's not. They wouldn't even have a conversation about it except to just tell me not to do that, which I didn't do anyway. So, yeah. I will also no, slip right. in. If you have any listeners who are on their way out and are thinking about writing, quote, the letter. (laughs) (laughs) Write it. And if write it, but never send it, that's a boundary. You're giving them information. For instance, my parents, again, a trip to Utah. One might be correctly realizing that I only have a relationship with my parents when I'm in the same state as them. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. We had left the church and it was the first trip that we had been there since we left the church and they wanted to have a sit down talk with us. And now present day 2019, Ben and I were discussing boundaries and realizing however many years ago that was. Now, if they tried to do that, we would never do that Mm. because they're way overstepping. We have a boundary. This isn't their place. This isn't their business. 
they have not earned the right to have this conversation with us. And if you've read any Brene Brown whatsoever, you know all about people earning the right to be in your space Mm -hmm. and to earning the right to have your vulnerability. And they have not earned that right up until this point. So we would not have this conversation. But we were still very much in the Mormon mode of our parents. We're in charge. They're in charge. This is their business. They want to talk to us. We're going to talk to them. What we've discovered is we didn't even know what a boundary was. No, we didn't. Mm, Like it was more of like a joke. Like, you know, like it's a therapy term, like oh, I need boundaries. Like it was honestly just like a punchline. That's all it was to me. I didn't know that it was like a real thing that you needed to cultivate. Anyway, sorry to (laughs) I'm apologizing. She's fucking blowing her nose into the mic. Why would you interrupt my nose blowing? Ben, boundaries. Apologies. Uh, carry on. I'm so Leave sorry. that in. This is the, <laughs> this is the best. Make your this best is judgment you get on that more one. people that like are genuinely just friends and just drink together. And this is what this is the shit you come out with. I mean, the gold you come the out gold. with. This is podcasting gold. Right. Yeah, gold. yeah. We just we didn't have boundaries. We didn't know what they were. It was just a joke. It was just a whatever. And so we engaged in this conversation with them. And in the end, it was. Fine. I call it the most unsatisfying conversation Correct. anyone could have because I mean, all we I said was, that. Oh, yes. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Maybe. Awesome, I don't know. My dad says, I don't know. My mom well, talked a little this? bit and we said, I don't know. know. <laughs> Those are yeah. good answers. Cause it's like a fantastic yeah. conversation. It was pretty fucking great. <laughs> It'd be even you. better now. Cause we would just sit there and be like, no, we're not like, what is there alcohol at this conversation? Like, I don't know what you're saying. Anyway, this is something that's as you're leaving the church or after your family's found out that you've left the church, they feel like they have to do some sort of intervention and bring you back in and looking on this, Outside of religion, that would be like a pretty fucked up thing to do, you know? Like, who would feel comfortable going over to a no, friend, that is you know? So, right, right. But the something idea- about Mormonism or strict religion in general makes you feel like it you, is yep. your place to yep. jump past yep. a boundary. Well, it's because you— I blame the Apostle Paul, actually. Oh, okay, let's hear yeah. it. Because oh, you're okay. the only person at the table <laughs> that would know the Bible, Mary. Well, it's like if, you're <laughs> brother, if your brethren sins, you bring them before yeah. the heads of the mm-hmm. church for a reckoning. It's the duty of all those who have been warned to warn their brothers or something. Oh, go ahead. Said go duty. ahead. That's, a, that's like Doctrine and Covenants, maybe? Oh, oh I don't shit. Know. Okay, when you're in primary, mm-hmm. what do you do when you have a kid on your roster that doesn't come oh, to church? Oh, no empty chairs. You make yeah. them cookies, and you show up on their doorstep. That is overstepping a boundary that Huge. you don't know we exists. We miss you. Don't fucking like, you don't show up there. Know That's my kid. not okay. You don't yeah. know my kid. You don't even know my kid. And yep. you're showing up on my doorstep with sugar. Yeah, mm-hmm. what if they're gluten intolerant or diabetic or whatever Thank the hell? You. What if yeah. they have a peanut allergy? You what? just fucking killed them. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a leader in Young Women's when we lived in Utah, and I've told this before, but um, there was a 12 or 13-year-old girl who had been baptized, but she was very inactive and she was super rebellious. She shoplifted, like she never went to church. But these girls were told, like the girls in Young Women's were told by the Young Women president to stop by her house every yep. Sunday morning, Ooh. knock on the door as a group and invite her to come to church. No. Who the fuck wants that? They weren't her friends. Oh, I did that. Oh, right. I went wow. to people's houses with their mother's permission to like get them out of bed. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. And these friends are all examples <laughs> of no boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody having any yeah. boundaries on anybody's personal space, their beliefs, their wants, their desires. Or my boundary of feeling like, completely uncomfortable with doing that. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so, like, of course, I, like, write down the list. I'm like, I know Shelly's going to bring, like, the boundarylessness of the church. And I'm like, they have no boundaries on asking you how much time you should be spending towards their organization, yeah. on your energy, on the, your, the fucking body, your sexuality. They the 
money you're giving. The yeah, money you can live it. Yeah. own it all. So we're taking it all back. And mm-hmm. they have the gall to pretend that God told them to do, yes. to do that thing. Which is why they get away with having no boundaries. Yeah. Because right. God yeah. trumps everything. Yep. So if you're thinking about writing the letter, and this is something that I sort of have like turned around on. I never felt comfortable sending a letter. I never did. I never sent some like declaration to my family that we and had left the And by the, the letter, church. you're meaning like you're leaving the church, yes. dear, dear of, mom and dad. Yes, a lot of people yeah. do that. And I, we did not do that. And I do believe in being honest with people, but I also have a new appreciation for things not being their business. Now, where that's blurry is they think it's their business. Right. And you now know that it's not right. their business. So as someone who's leaving the church, you leaving the church actually isn't their business. I don't think that you should lie about it. Uh I don't think that you should hide that you've left. But you shouldn't feel like you need to tell them that you've left and all of the reasons and defend yourself because it's it's not like it's going to make them want to leave too. It's just going to... Oh, how I wish it would. If sending the letter would result in other people leaving, I would tell everybody that I send a letter. I'll send a letter. I wasn't even in that stupid church. Why do you think people feel compelled to write the letter and send it? Go, Ben. As an evangelical evangelizing church, once you've found something, you want to share it with everybody else. It's like the reverse. Once you found your way yeah. out of it. As well as you've got to defend yourself. Yeah. You need validation from yep. other people for your beliefs. Mm-hmm. Always. Because this is why you have a church. You have a bunch of people getting together and intravalidating each other. I don't think that's a word. But <laughs> like, you need to come together. This is why you need to convert people. Because if you convert someone, you're then validating your own beliefs. That's why there's fucking over testimony meeting. Every- yes. yes. It's yeah. all about validating. But like, you don't know how to just make a decision and let the consequences follow. Okay. Well, that's a song. Or you, I know. That's why that's, you're based out like, here. Is that, is that yeah. do what is right, let yeah. the consequence do follow? Do what is right, let do the consequence follow. Do what is follow. right, let the consequence follow. Sorry, Mary. It's terrible, but it's But it's not do what you want. It should be do what you want, let the consequence follow. Yes. And fuck you. Yes. I think that's actually how it ends. Yeah, yeah. That's first two, baby. The point is, I think that people want and this goes for all human beings. We all want to be validated. We all want to be acknowledged. We all want to be seen and known and heard. And so we often go to the wrong places to do that. Well, it seems like, oh, sorry, and then you can go. But <laughs> Thanks, it seems baby. like if you send this letter, you know you're not going to get validated for that decision. You do. No, you do. You want to jump out in front and be like, I'm so fucking happy. <laughs> like, we just constantly are, like, trying to fight. They, yeah. Like, when you're leaving, you're just fighting this battle of, like, you are jumping from one side of the fence to the other side of the fence, so you know what they're going to say. You know what they're going to think. What, so exactly. even though you can't possibly tell them anything that's going to convince them otherwise, you're trying so hard. Yes. And this is all a lack of personal development, and it's all a lack of boundaries, yep. and it's all a lack of just— Confidence. Confidence. Yeah. And, like, you're just you're trying so hard. I mean, I still have this all the time. Like— there's nothing I want more than to be validated by my family, for my family to tell me, yes, we're glad you left. Like, yeah. like it's, it's going to happen. It's not yeah. going to happen. So I've chosen to set the boundary where, like, that isn't what I'm looking for in my interaction with them, if that's making sense. Like, I don't talk to them about the church at all. Yeah. Because I will not get anything but frustration. Mm-hmm. So I don't talk to any member of my family of origin about my leaving the Mormon church. I have set that boundary hard and I will not talk to them about it Yeah, because I will not get what I'm looking for. I only get frustration. I only get pain and hurt. Mm. So I will not talk to them about it. But it took me a long time to get there. I kept segueing into those conversations with my family mm-hmm. and I kept trying to, to And you still hope it. for it. And I yeah. still hope for it. 
but I can't talk to them about it. Yeah. What I was going to say, another reason why we feel we need to write the letter is because we know that our family members who are still TBM, church members, we know that they think that we have left because we're either addicted to porn or- We are. We just want to drink. (laughs) We just want to sin. Which we do. Which we do. We Um, We want tattoos. Got them all. Right. (laughs) They they think it's like these- Definitely don't want to go to church. Correct. Correct. It's true. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like they think that we have just snapped and said, I'm lazy. I want to go sin. I don't think it, I do. Well, you do, but it's not like you just <laughs> no, decided no, no, in I, one yeah, day. No, I want to go. No, whatever. No. It's like it's a no, lot. No, I of, found out that Joseph Smith was a flim flam man, and I yes. found out that Brigham Young was the worst misogynist on the planet. He's the biggest and he piece of shit. Killed a bunch of fucking with, people uh-huh. with, the, with a scat say, fetish. With a scat fetish. I would say you don't want to sin because, in my definition of sin, is only when you harm another person. Yeah, because. <laughs> you're you're correct on that. He can't hear my thoughts or hear my words. He's not real. Mm-hmm. Is that Are why you the, starting what? to think it's all fake? <laughs> yeah. To finish, so because we as as being Mormons our whole lives know what you're supposed to think, what you're told to think about someone who leaves. Yeah. You don't want to be lumped into that. You no. want your you family want to be who different. you Yeah, you still want them to like you and just think you're not stupid. And, and that's so you want why to explain. when people tell you when people who say that they believe are like, we get it why you left. You're like, do you? No. <laughs> then no. you either don't really believe or you're lying to me. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Those two things don't go yeah. together. One weird boundary thing that um parents typically cross or family members cross when you start to leave the church. I remember the first time I posted a picture of me in a tank top. Oh my God. How much did we freak out when we did that? Oh God. It was like, do I post it? Do I post it? Do I post it? You know what's funny? Sorry, tangent on that. Yeah. What's funny is we would have posted pictures of ourselves in workout clothes yeah. and not thought anything of it. But because we were wearing like regular street clothes, street clothes, <laughs> yes, suddenly, streetwalker clothes, we were <laughs> yeah, that shit was coming. Out. Yeah, I could have been in a tank top, like playing basketball or something. And not, I could be nope. in a swimsuit nope. at the beach. No one's gonna say <laughs> shit <laughs> as long as it's a one piece. But if I'm wearing a Target pair of <laughs> a shorts tankini. and a tank top, don't forget a tankini. tankini. A tankini. Oh, wow. Ben looks great in a tankini too, oh, by the way. I do. Maybe I'll yeah. post that on oh, Facebook. Hell yeah! On your dad's wall. Oh God! Don't be like, can you please? <laughs> yeah, your mom might appreciate once, it more than your dad. Who once knows? you figure out what a wall is, then you can post. <laughs> I'm just gonna post it everywhere. I'm sure we get to the wall on every individual person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you first get brave enough to post that picture of you in a tank top when you're not playing some sweaty sport, oh my God. and then your mom calls and says, are you not wearing your garments? Like, <gasps> Did that happen to you? Yes, like what kind of a boundary is that you- Are you, you not oh, wearing your underclothing? I know. Like, <laughs> yeah, do you tell, ask no. your friend if they're wearing their underwear? No, seriously. Boundaries, seriously. bitches. Boundaries. boundaries. <laughs> you have this conversation with Jamie and Carolyn that like, you wouldn't ask your friends about their genitalia. <laughs> like, so I mean, why? depends on how good of friends they are. <laughs> That's true. Right. Let's You're not, not going to go up to someone that you've never met before yeah. until today and be like, Have you had bottom so. surgery? Like, who does that? <laughs> so fucked up. No, all of us, religious or not religious, we were all sort of just programmed to discard them and to not think that they were important, to laugh them off as a joke, that people that have personal boundaries, oh, they're, they're super, assholes. they're yeah, assholes, they're, assholes. they're mm-hmm. antisocial, they're whatever, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, 
No. How about they don't need to have people up in their space all the time? They're not assholes. Mm -hmm. They have boundaries. They have self-care. They know who they are. Mm -hmm. Let's look at ourselves. Let's pay attention to ourselves and actually stop paying attention to other people for five seconds Mm -hmm. and think about what we need and not just what would make other people feel comfortable. Yeah, no, you're right. never going to feel comfortable if you're only thinking about what other people need to be yeah. able oh, to God, feel comfortable. So true. It's just yeah. not ever going to happen. Yeah. So maybe take a look at things in your life or the people that say certain things that make you feel kind of shitty about mm-hmm. yourself. Because you know you can develop a thick skin about it, but it's like a scab that doesn't really yep. heal. Yeah. Yep. I look at it like this. Um, when you let someone get away, like I did with my dad, let him get away for years and years and years of just saying shitty things. It's almost like I wasn't doing a service to him by calling him by not calling him out because he's just continued to be a dick. Yeah. Thank you. So it builds up over time. And then I'm like, my dad is an asshole, but yeah. maybe he's really not. I just haven't called him out. So thank you for reminding me of that. It's the last story I'll share. There's a woman. Ben mentioned her book. Her name is Jamie Lee Finch. The book is called You Are Your Own. You'll find it on Amazon. She talked about or maybe order it from independent bookstores. There's other websites you can go to that are not Amazon. Yeah. Try those. Can. For her, Thank you, ben. I don't actually know that you can for hers, but that's fine. Buy it secondhand from somewhere else. Don't buy it from Amazon. <laughs> Get off Facebook. I agree. <laughs> I love it. And save the trees. Yes. And recycle, bitches. <laughs> uh, that may not actually help at all. So. <laughs> oh, shit. But it makes me feel it like I'm doing so better, too. Good. It makes me feel Recycling better, does help. So she had a problematic relationship with her mother, and she has a very firm boundary set up with her mom where she doesn't really speak to her almost at all and doesn't have any physical contact with her. And as she said, this is not just a boundary for me. This is a boundary for her because she believes, and I agree with her, when my mother treats me badly, she feels bad. The mom doesn't have the understanding to prevent herself from doing that. So... Jamie, this woman, has said, I'm preventing my mom from doing these things to me, which in turn is also helping her. Wow. Because it's making my mom feel bad when she treats me like shit. Yeah. So if I cannot let my mom make me feel like shit, my mom will feel less like shit. And I think that that's accurate. That's like, interesting. It's a way to sort of reframe. And like I said at the beginning, and I should have repeated multiple times, it's I statements. It's not you statements. It's not putting down ultimatums and making people like, if you don't change, if you don't do this, blah, 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 blah. No, this is about what we need as individuals. I feel uncomfortable when you call me up and ask me if I'm wearing my garments. I feel uncomfortable when you call me up and ask me if I've listened to conference. I feel uncomfortable when you pressure me to come to a family reunion that I don't feel comfortable coming to. These are things that I need to do for me and for my family. Real quick short story. So my my parents, when you and I had gotten together, they knew that we were together. They knew that we lived together, actually. And I would talk about you with them on the phone, and they would never acknowledge that you even existed. Right. And this went on and on and on, and I'd get frustrated, and I'd get frustrated, but I'd never said anything. I never said anything. And had I just continued with that, you would still not exist in my parents' eyes. Sure. Because they didn't want to face it. But when I finally answered the phone and said, you know what? It makes me feel like you don't care about who I am when you continue to ignore the fact that I'm with Mary. She's my girlfriend. Um, We are serious. And so, you know, don't bother calling if you can't accept my life. And they changed their tune. You know, that's amazing. It so is. putting up a boundary can actually mend a relationship. It really can. And now I my parents treat you yeah. so well. No, that's fantastic. I'm happy for you and me in that mm-hmm. situation. 
uh, conversely, your mother could be a complete narcissist, and when you say things like "you never bring up Shelly," she just says, "Of course I do." Of course, lies. <laughs> just true. Lie about it's it, true. You can never be on the hook for anything. Yeah, I mean, you got a good point. So that's you never a know whole how other you never know how people are going to react to boundaries, but setting the them real is the moral point. of the story. Is we're all fucked, and we're just doing the best that we can. Cheers to that, bitches! Cheers. Love you all. Ooh, is there more Clinks. to this boundary discussion? Can we do a part B or do you think we've kind of oh, wrapped good. it up and put a bow on it? I mean, it? to be totally honest, I could talk about it forever. But I think I this think is it is well. very needed in the Exmo population. So I was going to say, I. Ex religious, anybody actually. I did an episode with y'all last month. Mm -hmm. And I, again, I am not a licensed professional. But I'm, we're all funny. But we we're know all that. funny. And I, like I said, I've, I'm really well read. Ben's like, oh shit. Oh, ben. Um, I'm really well read and I really enjoy these kinds of conversations. And if I can ever be of help and support, I am like the world's greatest support person that is really like what I like to do it's kind of your calling yeah, it really is like you can do this it's hard you can do this yeah you can do it yep like I believe in people way more than anybody else believes in themselves and That's I believe true. in other people way more than I believe in myself so you gotta put the oxygen mask yep. on the other person <laughs> first before That's you the rule, right? That's, That's what they say yeah. That's what they tell you <laughs> no. every time when you get on a plane Get as many oxygen masks on See other people other. before you get it on you Especially put on the kids because they can't do shit to help anyone like well they're alive and all the adults in are fact, dead just skip your own oxygen mask I'm pretty sure that's Jump the out the window before it crashes Yes But you saved others like a true martyr <laughs> now yeah, here's your 70 virgins in heaven. <laughs> Anybody that listens, and I'm sure there's at least one person that does already know the Enneagram will think I'm a two. I'm not a two. Anyway, <laughs> if people need help. Said like a true four. <laughs> well, oh, you ruined the surprise. Oh. Hey, oh. Uh, who's your, who's your, Dan? Um, Dan, edit that out. <laughs> and just so everyone knows, I'm a yellow. <laughs> oh, you fucked it all up. Anyway, I want to help people if people need help, if they need advice, if they, whatever. Look up the holistic psychologist on Instagram. She has tons and tons and tons and tons of research. I don't need to just regurgitate it. Like, she's got it. There are people that have this information that have been through all the same shit that we've all been through that are here to help you. So I definitely am, I'm available. All right. And then I will hit you up before this releases to get all of those yes. references mm -hmm. again. Yeah, sure. We'll put them in the notes. Okay. Speaking of wrapping it up. Did I Wait, speak of that? You didn't, but I will because oh, we have to announce the patrons we because do. we magically got five, we got five more again? last week. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Crushing. I think it's the spirit. It must be hashtag tender mercy or some shit. Still small voice that whispered to me. There you uh -huh, go. Uh -huh. We actually got a bunch, but I'm only going to read five. Okay. Um, we got a bunch because of the poll toward Johnny Lingo. Oh, fucking masochists. All of you. Uh -huh, uh -huh. We like to parse these out just in case we get into a dry spell. Not that that will no. ever happen. Never. Uh -huh. All right. No, Patrons. worked through that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we haven't had super low numbers in a while, so I don't know if I've actually worked through it or if I just have been spared from that emotion. I don't know. But don't try me on that. Okay, patrons. Virginia B. Thank okay. you, Virginia B. Ben S. Not you, Ben. You are not an S. I'm not an you S. You are a Ben not E. So Ben S. Then Samuel, and I have to say Samuel the Lamanite. I can't not say Samuel the Lamanite, oh, although... I'm Sorry, immediately Samuel. picturing the picture. Oh, God, it's so bad. He's Up on the wall. On the wall. Mm -hmm. He's a fucking adult. Arrows are touching Arrows him, are touching him. Go, no, they fly right past him. Mary has no clue. No clue. I'm sure there's like a, a like a, a seminary video with that that we no, can I'm show Mary. I'm just going to Google it. Mm -hmm. um, the next one is M. Vo. 
And M. Bo actually is um, an international listener. I just wrote her card today. I like it. She will be receiving more than 36 cents of mine to get her card. (laughs) (laughs) Lastly, Melissa. Melissa with up, no Melissa? initial. What up, Melissa? Okay. <laughs> no? Okay. Thanks to everybody. Love the patrons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as a reward for 200000 Oh, I wish. I wish. Jesus oh, God. We would Christ. be retiring. <laughs> I tell you what. If we get 200000 We need the right friends, <laughs> I would get I would tattoo. film porn if it would get us 200000 oh, Okay, I mean. Boundaries. <laughs> Wait, Can we, we just bring talk the about? boundary? Co- I know. Did you learn nothing from the Baby, boundary conversation? Baby, one porn video. It's every time. Boundaries are different. Don't try to boundary me. I will say. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, thank you all. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, if you would like to support our podcast, we would really appreciate it. Bless you, Diana. <laughs> Please visit <laughs> patreon.com slash latterdaylesbian to sign up. Yes, thank you. Also, this episode was brought to you by UC Places. That's the letter U, the letter C, the word places, all one word. Basically, the bad ass, most bad assist touring app around. <laughs> I prefer bad assiest. Is it the most badassiest touring <laughs> up around. Please download. Check us out on UC Places. Um, there's a distillery tour in DC that needs some drinkers. Yeah, Should no, we that's do a it? good one because yeah, they just give you it. free shit. You, get, you can get wasted yeah. and not for free. spend any money. Yeah, it's yeah, they're so just great. Giving it away. Uh, Saturdays and Sundays are the best time to go. Yeah, it's limited hours. Yeah, I think to get it's the free shit. But it's like anyway fun weekend shit, so we got to do that. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's all I got. Um, and I want to give a little shout out to Dan at Extension Audio. Thank you, Dan. Thanks Hi, Dan. for putting up with this episode. Good mm-hmm. luck, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in, we Dan. We love you. <laughs> okay, and to all listening, remember, steer clear of cults because... They are no joke. God damn it, Ben. Do you even listen to the podcast, <laughs> motherfucker? Boundary. I don't take in anything. That's true. So if you're looking for me, you can't find me. All right, Ben. All it right, goes like this. Fair. Steer clear of cults because they are no joke. Ready? Go. We just did it. But Ben Maybe didn't participate. <laughs> I don't group. think he wants to. No, I will participate. Now that he okay. knows, he just didn't know what to say. Because they're no joke. Because they're no yeah. joke. No okay, there we go. Steer clear of cults because they, they are no joke. joke. Jesus Christ. Talk to you later, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>